0: Welcome to episode 28 of the Gen X Photography Podcast. In this episode, I had the uh, nice privilege of chatting with Suzanne Pedersen from Colorado. It was a a really nice uh, conversation we had. Um, But before we get into that uh, interview, uh, just a quick note. Uh, Many of us in the film community know who Mike Gutterman is of the awesome podcast the negative positives podcast and most likely any of us that listen to this podcast also listen to that podcast um well he's undergone a a a family tragedy in the last couple of weeks and that is uh his father was quite sick and succumbed to that illness and died and that's it just must be a terrible thing Uh, for Mike to have gone through. So Mike, um, we're thinking of you. We're really uh, rooting for you and your family. Uh, And we're hoping for better days. I know I'm hoping for better days for you. Um, You, as well as all your co-captains on the Negative Positives podcast are an inspiration to all of us. Um, So thank you so much for everything you do for the, the film community. And even if you have to take some time off, because of your family uh, uh, situation, just know that we're all here for you, and we're rooting for you, and uh, looking forward forward to your return. So, anyways, just wanted to 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 say that. All right. So, without further ado, let's get in with our my interview and conversation with Suzanne Pedersen. Welcome, everyone, to the Gen X Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Mario Piper, and I thank you all for joining with me today uh, for episode 28 of this podcast. And it's hard to believe that it's gone so long, uh, but I'm, I'm happy to continue going, and I'm happy that all of you that have listened are continuing to listen. Thank you all so much. Well, today we have a very special guest uh, uh, joining me today, and that's Suzanne Peterson also known as Suzanne Lopez, uh, professionally by her, uh, f- photographically speaking. And so, Suzanne, Suzanne, thank you for joining with me today in the po- on the podcast. Thank you so
1: much. I'm really excited to be here.
0: I'm happy that you're here as well. <laughs> thank you. You know, uh, Suzanne, the first uh, time I ever uh, saw anything by you, I think it was on the Negative Positives um, Facebook group. Oh, okay. And that wonderful Facebook group. Everybody yes. that Everybody should join it. <laughs> I
1: agree. I agree. There's such great people.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But I think somebody might have asked a question and you answered it or, or something like that. And I saw your last name Lopez. Yeah. And that drew me because I'm half Mexican myself. My uh, okay. last name is Hernandez Piper. Oh it's yeah. It's kind of a okay. double name.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh Hernandez from my father. My father was born in Mexico. Oh, so uh so anyways, I, I noticed your last name. I thought, hmm. So yeah. I looked, at, looked, up you, looked you up on uh, Facebook and saw some of your photographs and then saw that you were on Instagram as well. And I was just really impressed with your photography. Aw,
1: thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so girl. much. It's very sweet to say.
0: Absolutely. Uh, the thing that I was impressed most about is your photographs, by and large, have this almost aura about them. Um, and I, <laughs> that, <Latter>. might sound, <laughs> that might sound different, but it, it's, I, I was trying to find the way to describe it, not out of focus, but, um, sort of, um, an ethereal glow to the, to the photographs. And I, it, it, a lot of my photographs, you know, I'm, I'm still trying to improve my photography and find my style, but you seem to have found yours. Um,
1: Kind of. I think I'm always evolving.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I hope I am anyway. But yeah, I, I, I really appreciate what you said because I, I mean, and you know what, some of mine aren't in focus, but it's like, I think that's what I love about that. Like, I mean, that's sort of a goal sometimes. Not, not to not be in focus, but more to give off a feeling than a, a perfect picture.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, what I wanted to Uh, find out first of all from you is how did you get into photography has it been with you for a long time or did you start later in life what's the story Uh,
1: so my story I've been doing I've been photographing a long time
0: Uh Um,
1: I started professionally when my daughters who are now 22 and 25 were like my youngest was two Mm -hmm. Um, so for a long time I started just doing portrait sessions for friends you know, family, the word kind of got out. And I was, of course, like, no, I can't do this. Are you kidding? <laughs> Why would you pay me to do this? Um, but it was, it was so fun. And just, I, it just kind of grew and grew from there. Um, I, for the most part, focused on portraits, like seniors and babies and families and that kind of thing. Never weddings, never was a wedding photographer. I was too yeah. scared. <laughs> um, but Yeah. And then, I mean, I shot film at the beginning because, of course, that was back in 1998, you know, Mm -hmm. and kind of dug my heels in a little bit about going digital. And that that doesn't have anything to do with the fact that I shoot film now. It just even back then, I remember all my friends had converted over and it just wasn't. uh, I was like, oh, I just like the richness, you know, of the analog stuff. Mm -hmm. finally did that love digital for a while still shoot it all the time Mm -hmm. but then you know have transitioned more into like I still do uh, portraits obviously Mm -hmm. I do that for my business but I've also branched out into doing things that I would consider a little bit more finding my like speaking (laughs) you know more I don't want to say fine art because I don't know that that's where I'm at but it's more um artistic expression and expression of feeling and connection
0: yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely um yeah i understand uh that as well i, I can kind of came from film in a different sort of a way i was shooting you know back in the 90s just uh point and shoots not really even point and shoots it was more uh the uh single use cameras the disposable cameras, Oh yeah i know? love disposable still. yeah <laughs> uh, but then pretty soon in the in the 2000s i got into digital photography and i was deeply into digital photography like yeah. digital edi- editing and all that and you right. know only 2 years ago I got back into film and it like transformed my view of photography so yes. I'm like all in now <laughs> so it's that it's nice really to hear that. different perspectives you know it
1: Totally does
0: that so what is it about analog photography um that that really draws you in
1: oh you know there's a few things from mm-hmm. the fact that I love I love the cameras mm-hmm. like As silly as it sounds, and I know it's like if you could see my shelf behind me, (laughs) Uh (laughs) I I have quite a few, but I don't just collect them. I I really want to shoot them. So I get one if it can do something different for me. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I have a couple different 35 millimeters that would do kind of the same thing. But it's just like shooting the cameras themselves is an experience to me. Mm -hmm. But, of course, aesthetically, I think a lot of us who shoot film, it's because we like that look. You know, I like picking... Mm -hmm. I like picking the film based on the look that I think I want to convey that day yeah. or whenever I'm shooting. Um, this is going to sound kind of weird, but I have like with digital, when I edit my digital photos, I, I can't unsee what I'm seeing. So I pull up my, my, all my images and I'm like, okay, that's how it looked. Mm-hmm. And with the exception of maybe a little bit of exposure, a little bit of contrast, maybe white balance if it's totally messed up. Yeah. Um, I, I don't change them much because I can't, it looks weird to me. Right. But then you take a picture that I shot on Lomo purple or, you know, psychedelic blues, you uh-huh. know, and they're totally weird, but I love them. Uh-huh. But I could never do that to my digital files because I've already seen it. It's the weirdest thing. And I, I finally came to that understanding a while ago about <laughs> myself. And I'm like, what is that all about? But um. so I, I, analog is just, it is what it is. And Uh and yeah, you can edit it. And if I were, you know, if I do actually shoot some film for my portrait sessions, Mm -hmm. um, mainly because the lens that I have, I have an 85 millimeter for my, I shoot on Nikon. Mm -hmm. um, And I have the 85 1.4. For some reason on my digitals, it misses focus like nine times out of 10 and it's
0: so oh. frustrating. Oh, so, oh, no. like,
1: okay, i got to take 45 pictures of this one, you know, <laughs> just to get that one that's actually in focus. Yeah. Um, but I noticed on my F5, I have much better success with slowing down, you know, we uh-huh. all talk about that, but, you know, slowing down, manually focusing uh-huh. and nailing it. And it's like, and then I, and then I have that sort of reference point too. So you know, I'll I shoot all my portrait sessions on portrait. So okay. then I I, do, I, actually sometimes send it out, but sometimes I'll develop it myself. Mm-hmm. And then I can use that as my, my point for, okay, I, this is how I want my digital look so I can kind of unsee it.
0: You yeah. know, so they all blend.
1: <laughs> I, I don't want them to look so drastically different, but... Um, but yeah, I don't even remember what you asked me right now. <laughs> oh, that's so, that's <laughs> I get going so, on these tangents and you no, just have to stop me or no, change my direction.
0: <laughs> that's totally fine. That's the way I am as well. Okay, um, ahead. you know, thinking about that, thinking about the, uh, the, the portrait sessions that you do, do you find that, that your, um, clients preferred the digital look or the film look or did, is it kind of mixed? I, like, what do they? I prefer-
1: don't, honestly, I don't know. Okay. Um, because I don't really promote that much in my sessions because I don't think they care. You know, okay. they want the end results. Um
0: yeah.
1: they don't care how I get it. Um but I I use it for the reasons that I just explained to you. Yeah. But um and and they're actually very different looks. So I don't know that I could single one out. Like one is a, you know, super close beautiful portrait lens and then my other lens I shoot on is a 35. Oh, okay. So it's it's a very different look. So it's like okay, distance versus close up. So Yeah. I don't, I don't know that I could actually quantify if one was more popular than the
0: other. <laughs> well, um, I, I don't do any of my listeners probably know I don't do portraits because I have this weird wall in front of me okay. that I need. I don't know if I need to, but I want to get past that wall to do yeah. more people photography, right. whether it's street photography or portrait photography. But for some reason, I'm just nervous about it. Yeah, um, but I have done portraits of my cat.
1: There you go. <laughs> you That's know, fun.
0: and I've noticed, like I, I've done some. I, I came to to film from a a Fuji X100. Okay. I love that camera. I, okay. As far as digital cameras, I love the Fuji X series. Okay. And the Fuji X100 is like it, amazing. It, I, I really wanted it for a long time, and finally right. got it. And one year later, I got it to film and sold everything everything that was digital. Did so, you? Oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> but uh, anyways, I've compared the the photos of my cat, one of my cats, between the digital pictures and the film pictures. Uh huh. And with the film pictures, of course, there's all different kinds of film stocks that I can use, so they all render some, you know, render my cat differently. Right. But for some reason, I love those pictures more. And it's not because the subject is any different, right. But it's the way it's rendered. It's like yes. digital is more realistic, right? Whereas the film, uh, the closest to digital that I found is Ektachrome E100. I shot,
1: that okay.
0: included him in it, and it was so tack sharp, right? Um, but it still looked film. It still looked like film, you know. Okay. So I've only shot
1: expired Ektachrome. I've, sh- <laughs> I've never shot. I've never shot regular non-expired
0: okay cool what what is yeah. that like the expired so expired yeah
1: uh, like um mine was very purple oh wow like everything was purple Oh wow. um but it was cool i yeah. really liked it yeah, yeah i mean it's just i like that kind of look so you know you get what you get <laughs> you
0: don't throw <laughs> it
1: no you actually enjoy it um True. but yeah i totally i totally get what you mean on liking one better than the other mm. um i'm i'm always i'm always drawn to that too and i don't know it's digital is beautiful it's just a very and this is just descriptive i think it's a little more sterile of a look yeah whereas you know the film it has more body it has more texture it has more and you can add that in digital but i just i don't want to have to
0: right
1: i i want it to just come out like that because again i can't unsee it
0: (laughs) exactly (laughs) no give it to me how it is you know um I think film has that, or I don't want to say film because analog is a lot, a lot more than just film, but analog photography, I think has the texture because it's actually there, you know, Right. it's
1: yeah. That physical, mm-hmm.
0: yes. whether it's the grain or something else I want to talk with you about here in just a minute, Yeah. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's the, the grain of the film, the, the physical texture of the film, even if it's microscopic, you know, it's actually there, whereas the sensor, right. it I don't know. There's just something something different about it. And it's hard for yeah. me to put my words to it, but there is something. I agree. Different. Yeah,
1: it, it is different, but it's yeah, it is different. <laughs> yeah.
0: So what I wanted to talk with you about is uh, on your Instagram feed, you post a lot of Polaroid yes. images. What is it that draws you to Polaroids?
1: I love Polaroid. I love Polaroid, and I love it, it even it just regular instant like Instax. I love mm-hmm. both of them. Yeah. Um, I probably prefer Polaroid. Um it just it just looks more i don't know it's again it's just it's popping out like i want it to pop out uh-huh. i don't have to do anything to it to make it hit me in the heart you know yes. and not all of them but it just it's way closer than me trying to create something, you know, I think talk about slowing you down. You know, it's like I have twenty dollars for eight shots. Yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> taking my time. You exactly. know, and I just got um, since you can see me, I just got this camera. This is the Diana oh, wow. instant square and it has the flash and it's got. Nice. So I, I ended up getting the the kit, which comes with a wide angle a fisheye two two wide angles different uh like one's 35 one's 55 and a fisheye a close-up attachment so you can actually get within one foot of your subject oh wow and then a a, more of a zoom lens and then a 75 which i think is probably a real standard lens for for those cameras but it takes the instax square Oh, and so I've, I've shot two packs through and I've ruined half of them yeah. <laughs> because, because I'm learning it. And I, yeah. I knew it would be, there'd be a learning curve and, mm-hmm. and whatnot, but it's, I, man, Polaroid is, if I could only, I shouldn't say if I could only have on camera, cause it, there's definitely limitations yeah. and I do like to be pushed by limitations, mm-hmm. but then there's just certain things you just, it just doesn't work like you want it to on Polaroid, but yeah. when it works, it just, it's, it's a feeling,
0: <laughs> it's a feeling, you know. <laughs> I I agree, I, like, I, I think some of the photos that, th- the photos that I'm drawn to most from your feed have been the Polaroid
1: Thank images,
0: you. Um, yeah. whether it's of, you know, something uh, like a flower or something, sure, artistic, or, yes. a, a, you know, a, a portrait, they, they just have that beautiful, uh, I, I guess you could call it almost like a, like you're looking through uh, almost like a gelatin. Yeah, sort
1: of. yeah, they are. They're very soft, huh?
0: Yeah, exactly. Like,
1: very soft. Even though you can get very dark colors on them, uh-huh. they're not. there is no crisp lines on, on mine anyway. I know you. Right. Could, there are some Polaroid cameras that have really good, I think it's a SLR, oh boy, I'm going to mess that up, so I'm not even going to say, but it's one of the ones that's like the Polaroid LAN camera that's the sonar.
0: But Is it's, this the SX70?
1: No, I have an SX70.
0: Oh, you do. Okay. But it's
1: a nu- It's one that's like that, but it's like four times. The, it's like I would say they're like six, seven hundred dollars. Oh, okay. I could be wrong. I should probably not speak when I'm not for sure about it. <laughs> but they they make the, like brilliantly beautiful images. And wow. then the old Polaroid Land cameras. Do you remember? Have you seen the the peel apart film?
0: Huh. Well, I I saw. Uh, Jessica Jones. Okay. Yep. Uh, on her yeah. Instagram feed, I saw, I think she was in Iceland recently, and she. Oh yeah,
1: I saw those too.
0: Yeah, peeled apart. Yes. An image, and I think it turned out blue or something like that. But I, I thought. Yeah. It was oh good. my gosh,
1: it's fantastic. I so I found one of those cameras in at my Goodwill. I oh, wow. Twenty bucks for it. I'm so excited. I'm like, yeah, I got it. It's such a good deal. And then I go home to find out that the film is like eighty dollars for ten shots. Oh man. So <laughs> I was at first, I was like, okay, this is gonna be one that's just gonna sit on my shelf. Yeah. Um, and then I was, I was, uh, messaging with somebody on Instagram who shoots a lot of peel apart. And I said, is it worth it for me just to buy a pack just for the experience? And she's like, yes, you wow. have to try it. So I ended up finding, she, it, she was a good resource for me because she recommended like, I think it's six, six, nine film, okay. So it wasn't the Fuji film that Fuji film still has fantastic color. So it okay. could look very much like you would expect it to look. Okay. The blue is with the, um, 669 and i love that so i was like i think i like that better than i'm glad i didn't pay the 80 i paid my 50 (laughs) 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 dollars.
0: you know but
1: i love that about it but those you for these cameras mine is around here somewhere they are they they can be taxed it's crazy how good they are
0: but i actually
1: prefer even that being said the peel apart i still like my sx70 it's my favorite absolute favorite camera
0: yeah, it, it, to me the 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 Polaroid images that come out of say the SX70 or other um, other Polaroids, and I'm not sure about the Fuji Instax, um, maybe it's the same way, but it almost looks like the atmosphere surrounding the object that you're f- photographing is just thicker.
1: It does, yeah. You know? That's a great explanation. I, um, I like that. And I
0: love that look. I love that look. It, it it's almost like uh, walking in a dream, maybe, yes, versus totally. seeing reality. right
1: right. yes yes that little bit removed from reality i like that a lot i like that a lot in my photography and in other people's photography
0: (laughs) it's true um as far as the price of of uh, peel apart i i again i've never even ventured into instant photography i remember it from back in the 80s when i was a kid and i have a few pictures of me when i was a kid but that's it um but for as far as like the price of it um I guess it's kind of like shooting, uh, infrared film, you know, it's, oh. it's not cheap, but the yeah. results are just so when the exposure is right, the results are just, you can't get that any other way. No. You no. Know? So right, it's right, right. Kind of like, yeah. Cause you just
1: shot some, right?
0: I did. And it's yeah. like, nerve wracking, but fun at the same time.
1: Yeah, I, <laughs> I was um, messaging with Rhiannon Adams who does, she does a lot of instant work, but she had just shot some, um, some infrared and she was telling me the price of it and I'm just like holy cow yeah (laughs) um but how cool and she said she's nervous when she shoots it too but what an experience and the images are just outstanding yeah
0: I I was blown away blown away I sent it to the dark room and I got two rolls the first one I I shot I was I, I got it back in winter, got both okay. rolls back in winter, and I was so eager to shoot them. I got, you know, a camera all set up, put the yeah. uh, put black tape all around the seals and everything, you know, and yeah. uh, the first one I was just so, so eager to shoot it so that when I first saw any sign of green, I went out and shot it and it just wasn't the right time. It needs to be oh. like vibrant summer green
1: oh okay okay Um, i was going to ask you if there was anything special that you really should look at if you're going to shoot that film so you want to shoot it during the summer
0: yeah summer and you have to use a filter a color filter either yellow or orange or red i used a yellow number 12 because otherwise what I, i didn't try it it's too expensive to to try not using a filter, but I read that if you don't use a filter, it will just kind of come out muddy looking and more like reality. So,
1: Oh yeah. Which is completely defeats the purpose. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So anyways, if you ever get a a roll, there's some on eBay right now, but they are like $199 for a roll. Yeah. I recently saw, um, I don't know if somebody bought it or if they just removed it, the seller, but it was like last week, some FPP, um, the FPP infrared.
1: Oh, they make one.
0: Well, what? they did. They they discontinued it. Okay. Quite a So this was you know long expired. But two rolls for nine hundred dollars. Oh my god. Somebody word. was selling. I'm like, no yeah, way.
1: No, no it's <laughs> no not way. that important to me to try it. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> I'll just Google but,
1: some images and enjoy somebody else's.
0: <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. But gosh. I thank you for talking with me about the the polaroids. I yeah. I really would like to delve into it at some point. Um. Primarily because the images that I see from you, uh, from Roxana, oh from, yes,
1: I love
0: Roxana, uh, Medusa from Denise Gray, yes, oh, from uh, uh, Anne Holland, yep,
1: oh you know? yep, yep.
0: All these photographers shoot these awesome images on Polaroid instant film, and I'm like, oh, it's I so, can't get that on these this 35 millimeter it's strip. It's so different,
1: know? right? It is. I know. Even if you try to. Do something that's just a different a very different
0: look yeah for sure for sure yeah you definitely should try it <laughs> <laughs> i will i will so as far as uh regular film stocks what what film stocks do you, are you drawn to mostly like do you have any favorites that you like you know i i kind of do
1: and it I, but if you ask me in three months it might be different yeah just throw out that disclaimer okay. right now um i love Cinestill 50d oh and nice. i think the vision three is same, same stuff, but they just don't remove the remjet. jet. Um, yeah. I love that film because it's just super retro and yellow and like, you know, it just, it just, it looks right out of the developing tank like I want it to. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um,
1: and so that for color, that's kind of all I've been shooting. Um, unless, did I try something else? I tried the retrochrome, that was FPP. Okay. And it wasn't as, I think that's just expired ectochrome, isn't it? The retrochrome? Maybe?
0: I think so, I think so, yeah. i so. I've never um, shot it, but.
1: The guy on Grainy Days had shot it and had the most fantastic results I saw. He would shot some at the beach. I'm like, oh, that's what I want. I want that look. So I, yeah. sit, I bought a roll. Saved it till the summer, and mine just didn't look like that. But he may have had his process as it should have been. I did just cross-processed in C41 at home. Okay. Um, But I think you're still supposed to process it, like, is it E6? Am I saying I that so. wrong? Okay, no, the po- so. how you would t- develop positive film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I really would love to have gotten what what that what Justin got cuz man those his pictures were amazing. Wow. Um so but that's that's my color preference right now. Okay. And then black and white, I go super inexpensive. I love the Arista EDU and okay. I shoot both the 400 and the 100. Cool. Um they're I think the same thing as FOMOPAN.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Pretty sure I heard that. Um but I I love it. It's super inexpensive. It's under $5 a roll. Oh wow! And you've got deep blacks. It's a little contrasty. It's a little grainy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just what I like. You know, it's it's kind of odd. It's mm-hmm.
0: it's a well, great film. It's kind of like Kentmere uh, Pan One Hundred. It's super okay. cheap. You know, really really cheap. Four I think four dollars a roll, and yeah. it's given me wonderful results. Um, okay. In my opinion, I don't want to say anything bad about any films, but in my opinion, I've gotten more of the results that I like from Catmere Pan 100, this cheap El Cheapo film, then from Tri-X or T-Max, you know, more expensive stuff. Um, They're all great films, but man, I was just surprised. I I bought it because it was cheap and I liked the results. Same. Yeah,
1: I, I ended up buying it because it was cheap. I'm like, I'm just gonna try it because I bought like a roll of Holga has a yeah. film, Holga 400, and then I bought the Aristas because they were super inexpensive. And I ended up, I just, I found that one, so I'm like, this is what I'm gonna shoot on because I'm working with a mentor right now, uh-huh. and she has really encouraged me to shoot more black and white. I oh, I'm wow. shooting mostly black and white right now yeah. because unless you see my <laughs> all my polaroid <bulletproof> stuff, <laughs> um, but she. She had a good um, sort of critique of me, and she said that my black and white work that I had showed her was way more powerful to her as an objective viewer than my color stuff was. Oh, wow. And I kind of saw where she was seeing that because I Uh kind of agree. Um, And I had never shot that much black and white before. I was very, like, I I love it. I Mm -hmm. love the look but I could never see that way. I could never see in black and white. I never knew how to get what these other amazing photographers could capture. Yeah. So I always felt like I fell short and I just kind of maybe just didn't have the desire to press on and figure out how to make myself better right. until this happened. So my whole project with her is, will be in black and white, this, cool. this whole body of work. And it's pushed me so much to really start to see in black and white and think, in terms of contrast and shadows and movement and, you know, how can you show and, and I, I feel like I'm doing so much better than I was, you know, before it was more like, okay, well, there's that same picture that I would have taken in color and black and white and it just isn't the same. It's yes. not as good, you know. Um, so, it, yeah, I don't it, know. I, but the same as you, I started just experimenting because the film was inexpensive and now I shoot more black and white than I do color. but That's it's cool. Fun. It's fun,
0: yeah. That's cool. I think the thing for me, um, a couple of things on black and white, um, as far as film goes, I haven't I haven't gotten the developing of black and white down yet, and okay. it might be that I just haven't shot enough of it, but I've shot a fair amount, I guess I have shot a fair amount of black and white at all different kinds, from stuff that expired back in the 1950s Ooh. all the way up to sound recording film and Paper-backed film, like uh, not okay. not like a 120 or you know medium. Backing format,
1: paper, yeah.
0: Right, no, it's actually a paper base instead of a, oh. a polyester or star base. Do you shoot uh, that in just like a
1: medium format
0: camera? No, it's a 35 millimeter. Uh, Holy it's, it's, cow! It's cool. I have never yeah.
1: heard of this.
0: I'll send you a roll. Yes. Okay.
1: I will pay you for that. <laughs> oh no,
0: no 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 no. That is it's
1: so cool.
0: The I shot it in winter. I'm, I'm going to shoot some this summer because I think it needs quite a bit of light. It's okay. really old. Okay. Uh, you got to shoot it. I mean, it's slow film, you know, okay. slow, I love slow that. film. And the, the images, I mean, you see the texture of the paper. Oh my gosh. It's not, gosh. it's not grain. It's paper, it's you know, texture.
1: Pa- oh my yeah. gosh. That sounds
0: so cool to me. It, it is. Uh, Where did you find that? Uh, this, the seller on Etsy, he, uh, I'll send you the link, but I can't remember, I can't remember the, the uh, actual name and I'll put it in the, in the show notes for any of you okay. listeners who want to, f- to find out as well. But he sells a <laughs> a lot of old, old, obscure, uh, expired black and white films.
1: Oh my gosh. That sounds so fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm pumped. <laughs> but as far as black and white, um, I remember back in my digital days, um, I did, a lot of my photography was in black and white and I agree just, with you. The black and white just has a, when you remove the color you have, you don't have that. I hate to say that about color. Cause I love color photography. I, I, remember, I do too. But when you remove that as an element, you have to rely on other aspects of your photography. Absolutely. Like shadow and like lines, uh, texture, things like that. And right. I, I'm thinking back to you know in my digital days I shot a lot of you know a lot of photos of my kids and the ones that are in black and white I just I have I have more of an attachment to them yes. than I do the color ones so yeah
1: it, that's that's so interesting but yeah you're right if you take away the color you because oftentimes that's what what me what I, I was going to say us, but I should just speak for myself. Um, that's what I'm attracted to, mm-hmm. whether it's a flower or whether it's a, you know, a grassy field. Like today I went out to shoot and I went to this place that had lots of fields and then it goes up into the, you know, the hill and then you see the sky. So it's like, I love all those like pale yellows into the blue, yeah. you know, but I was shooting red scale and I was shooting black and white. Wow. And so I was like, Hmm, this will be fun <laughs> but um but yeah it just it changes things a lot when you take away the color
0: have you and developed you definitely have
1: to think more yeah
0: exactly. for sure oh that, that's Sorry. okay don't worry <laughs> <laughs> have you developed those roles yet or um, you... they're hanging <laughs> to dry
1: oh are yeah they? they're hanging to dry right now yeah i know oh. i'm so i'm so excited
0: <laughs> well if you post them on instagram i'm looking forward to seeing a, f- yes. a few examples Especially fre, yeah, yeah. I I'll, love red. I'm gonna
1: tag you if there's any good ones just so you can see it.
0: <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, I wanted to ask um a couple of more things um in Colorado, do you see do you find that there's a, a an interest in analog photography? like do you see it very much around you?
1: i you know I actually don't, but okay. not not because it's not there uh-huh. but because I just don't know that I'm involved in that. I'm very involved in the online, like my friends that, or people who I would consider friends, you know, Uh living all over the place. Those are the people who I've connected with.
0: Yeah, Um,
1: I do have some friends here though, that enjoy it. My daughter for one, she's going to shoot film. I'm so excited. That's so cool. (laughs) Um, But I think it's very much alive here. It's not, it's not that it isn't. I mean, I use, I use a local lab called Mike's Camera and there's always people in, you know, dropping off, film. So okay. whenever I, I, pr- I usually print through them because yeah. I print once a month to yeah. make sure that I'm always printing my work.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
1: and every time I go in there, somebody else is dropping off film and now they started to sell film cameras. So I oh, know cool. it is, I just haven't gotten as involved in the Colorado
0: scene. Film world. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, when you, when you go to your lab and you see people drop, uh, dropping off film, are they, are they typically, you know, people of the generation that grew up with film, or are they younger people, or kind of a mix?
1: I want to say probably a little younger, a little younger than me, than as uh-huh. Gen Xers. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I, pro- but probably maybe on the cusp, or they may still be Gen X, because I know it goes, I'm on the early end. Um, yeah. Probably, probably a little bit of both. Okay. Not as much older than me, though. Yeah. I'm probably one of the older people who I see in there. Okay. Um. So probably more younger.
0: It's interesting. I've I've talked with a number of um, you know people about photography, and I've found that not as a rule, but it seems like uh, people older than us have really embraced digital photography at, more so than I think even the younger people. Like there's yeah. it, almost this reverse right. thing going I, on. You know? I
1: totally agree. I was out. I have a perfect example of this. Okay. So, um, my husband and I were on a walk and I was carrying, trying to think of what camera, it was, an, it was a very obvious film, it was probably my TLA, it was probably my Yashica. Okay. Um, and he's like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen one of those in ages. Uh-huh. And then he goes rattling on about how he used to be a photographer for probably for a journalist or something. Uh-huh. And he shot a Hasselblad and shot all these other, like really high end cameras. Yeah. And he's like, but now I just shoot. And he's, you know, rattles off what he shoots now and completely digital. I'm like, well, why don't you still shoot film? Uh-huh. You know, but he's like, ah, I don't care. You know, he's, it's it, it wasn't a big deal to him, which is that's cool, too.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but it was so interesting.
0: It it is maybe
1: it's, maybe it's our generation. I mean, I think I'm older than you, but maybe it is this this generation that we're not so far removed from it. Right. That it it was sort of, yeah, I had a good ten years before digital came out of mm. working on film and then digital came out and it's like, oh, this is so easy. Yeah. You know, it's just like it's so different and uh-huh. oh instant gratification, you can take all these pictures. Mm. Um whereas they had like a much bigger window of doing that maybe it's just not as enticing to them to go back to that
0: that could be that could be like there yeah for us and maybe for even people that are younger than us that that were kind of born into this digital world that we have um maybe it especially for them and even for us maybe it's more of a like a look back in time Mm -hmm. or a step into a a more magical world i guess whereas somebody who lived that for their entire photographic life right Maybe for them, it's just like, oh, finally. Good riddance. <laughs> like, good yeah, riddance yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Easy peasy now. <laughs> I know.
1: I know. It, I very well could be. I, I think it's very well could be that. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, I know for me. I mean, I've only been with film photography for, I mean, in earnest for right. two years. But I don't, like I was thinking about about it last night. I was looking up, I I, I bought my daughter uh, an SRT 101. Okay. Really, really. It, it was beautifully done with the the leatherette, uh, kind of a oh. red leatherette. And uh, she loves the camera, but she she kind of wants to sell it. Okay. And get something a little bit smaller. And she said she didn't know if you know she wants to go digital or or film. And okay. I I don't really care either way. Right. I would How love old is it. she? She's ten. Okay. Okay. Um, but uh, I was looking up um some Fuji X tens, Fuji X one hundreds, you know, very various digital cameras that I thought maybe she might like and i'm thinking right. man i just can't imagine and i i don't mean this in a negative way but because i love those cameras but yeah film has just grabbed my soul you know yeah it same. Has really grabbed my soul same. i don't picture yeah. going back yeah you know? don't oh i don't either
1: back. i it literally every bit of my personal work uh-huh is film or i don't like it
0: yeah <laughs> I, I
1: don't even ha- I I hardly ever even use my fo- I use my phone like for stories and stuff yeah on my Instagram uh-huh. and that's almost all or if there's just a picture that oh I really quickly want it I even when I look at my prints from my phone I don't like them I like them for the fact that I've got the memory yeah but I carry a point and shoot cheap point and shoot film camera in my bag
0: yeah you know
1: because I just I just prefer that and it's yeah. just like you said it's got my heart
0: <laughs> exactly 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 well i really really appreciated our conversation uh suzanne Thank you. <laughs> i'm getting you confused the name not you yourself but yeah i, I trust me okay uh, <laughs> one of my earlier guests was named zuzana <laughs> oh
1: okay okay
0: <laughs> from poland
1: yeah. Oh, so yeah I'm, I'm getting... Was
0: that Zusa Medusa? Zusa Medusa, Susan Medusa. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's awesome. I follow her too. Cool, cool. That's so, so funny. anyways, thank you so much, Suzanne. I really have appreciated this conversation.
1: Thank you, Mario. This has been really, really fun. I appreciate you having me on. I'm very flattered to be part of your podcast.
0: Cool. It's a small podcast. Not many people listen to it, but I, I appreciate everybody who does, yeah. and uh, hopefully that... Uh, it will continue to grow and not maybe not necessarily in lis- in listenership, but just in subject matter. And, totally. and you're, you're t- definitely helping that. So well, thank, thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be a part of it. And I think it will grow. It's I, I, I've been listening to it. So, oh, cool, <laughs> so cool that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> awesome.
0: Thank you. Thank you so It'll much. It'll keep growing. It'll keep growing. Cool. Well, um, so where can people find you and your work? Um, as far as either professionally or just your uh, personal artistic uh, work, where can people find that?
1: Okay, so my my favorite Instagram, I sadly have a few, but, um, my favorite one that I'm going to direct people to is B roll backup. So it's B dot roll dot backup. Uh-huh. And that's where you're going to find my Polaroid, my weirder stuff. I mean, the, but, but honestly, the cooler stuff, the cooler <laughs> stuff, exactly. <laughs> the stuff that I'm way more connected to, like I'm all about the connection in photography and that's the work I'm connected to. That's um, cool. you can find everything else about me on that one, but my website, uh, is Suzanne Lopez and that's where i have i i have to disclaimer this right now i I, before i only had all my portrait work up there and so i kind of went through this little shift and i'm Mm -hmm. like i want both things up there so i redesigned it but i'm not crazy about how i redesigned it so i have both my portrait work and i have my my you know creative stuff my own personal vision up there um but that's sort of a, a little bit of a work in progress but If you want to head over and see what i've got that's that's what that's where you'll find me
0: okay cool that's kind of like my website for for this podcast i i have work yet to do i haven't even officially started yet i'm still in the process of working on it so it's it takes a while doesn't it
1: (laughs) it does yeah and then you get one thing and and i really liked my old website but then i was like ah i just i'm not representing a big part of who i am yeah on the website Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to add that. And so it's, bit, you know, it evolves. It's all good. That's why we want it. We need to take time to percolate and make it
0: make it that's, what it should be. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Well, thank yeah. you so much, Suzanne, for uh, you, for being with me today. And for all you listeners out there, thank you all for listening to this episode. And as always, keep those analog vibes alive.